Right, hello, I'm Head of School Brent Bell, and welcome to the Darlington Podcast. Today I'm joined by three special guests, Director of Fine Arts, Kim Tunnell, Director of Athletics, Eddie Guth, and Dean of Student Life, Brant Evans. Together, we're going to take a look back at 2023 as we prepare to usher in the new year. Welcome to the Darlington Podcast, a production of Darlington School in Rome, Georgia. Join us as we take a look inside and outside our classrooms and connect with students, teachers, alumni, and more. We want to thank you all for joining us today, and uh, we'll, we'll have a little caveat as we start this conversation, which is uh, the new year is the middle of the year for, for those of us in the educational world, but we're going we're gonna to try to dial back and think about uh, this time last year all the way up, uh, up until now as, as we reflect on uh, <clears throat> the year 2023 at, at Darlington. So uh, again, thank you guys for being here. It's, uh, it's great to see everybody today. Uh, Kim, we'll start with you if you don't mind. Um, and uh, and before we get started, for our viewers, if if when you all introduce yourselves, maybe tell us a little bit about uh, how long you've been at Darlington and uh, and what your role is here at the school uh, as a means of introduction for our listeners. Absolutely, um, Kim Tanell, Director of Fine Arts. I've been here. This is my twenty third year, which is crazy. Um, I, my role, of course, is for me to work with students and teachers at all divisions pre-K through 12 um, to make sure they have all the things that they need to tell the stories in communication arts, um, to perform in the performing arts with theater and instrumental and choral music, um, and then to also um, create and have that form of expression with the visual arts. So uh, it's interesting. Um, I do a lot of different things. I'm in a lot of different places and I've touched the school in a variety of ways. So I um, feel very fortunate to have been here for 23 years. Great. And Kim, what would you say was um, one highlight of, of 2023 from your perspective? Well, I think um, one of the things I love about my job is that I get to look at it from the umbrella view and then also with details. And I would say um, in particular this year, we spent some time on the branding for our programs. And it's coming through and all of the things that we are doing from the time that we started the work with um, alum Xavier Ringer in our spring season and really thinking about what what is it that fine arts does here at Darlington and how can we do better to um, articulate the value and to articulate and um, showcase what the students are doing and what our teachers are doing with those students. So I think that as an umbrella view has allowed us to really then think deeply about and purposefully about what we're doing in our classrooms and then how that um, transfers to the stage and in presentations and all of those things. So I think that's probably the first thing that comes to mind. And how have you all uh sort of categorize this fall in your branding work? So we have three seasons. In the fall, we, we named um, the season Discover. We are talking about our fine arts programs in um, the term of art in 3D. And the D represents a variety of things, but utmost, our, our first and foremost is Darlington. And um, in the fall, we talked about discovering. Um, in this season now, we are talking about the designing of you know, once you discover your interest or you discover something about the creative process, now it's time to design that. And so we're kind of in the throes of that right now with this winter season. 
And then in the spring, of course, we're going to be, um, our season is called Delight. So we're looking forward to how that will um, be portrayed and um, how we can celebrate that. Excellent. Mr. Evans, tell us a little bit about yourself and, uh, and maybe a highlight of 2023 for you. Okay. <clears throat> uh, my name is Brett Evans, and I have been here, this is my 16th year at Darlington. Uh, in my role, I am charged with the social and emotional well-being of our students. Uh, that can be a lot of fun stuff, and that can be some not-so-fun stuff sometimes. Um, I think the highlight that I think of for 2023 for us is some of that fun stuff, right? The, the fact that we have take, we switched our library and our old growl or our old student center, and now we have, and all sides were on board for it, the librarians were on board for it, the student life office was on board, and I think the students, as, as we can actually hear in, during this talk downstairs, uh, they were certainly on board for it, um, but to open up a much larger area for students to gather, um, in some cases study, but in some cases just hang out. You know, we, we've, we saw a need for, especially for our dorm students, having a place where they could feel like they were in a living room. And so now we have several areas in our student center that are very living room-esque with TVs, with couches, with coffee tables. Um, and so I, I think they've enjoyed it. Now there's a lot to still be done. Uh, we, we didn't change a ton. We just moved a lot of furniture around. and um, But we're kind of using this as an, uh, a chance for us to watch and see how they're using it and see what we might be able to do to even make it better in the coming years. Excellent. Great. We'll look forward to, uh, to learning more about, about those projects. Uh, Coach Guth, uh, share a little bit about yourself and a, and a highlight of the year. Well, this is my 39th year in education. Uh, this will be my 19th year at Darlington, and I'm very proud and happy to be here. It's great. I love what I do for a living. Um, I'm in charge of the athletic department, and I mean, the, the, the highlight for me is the coaches that I get to work with because I tell them all the time that they're, they're all different. They're all going to go about things a little bit differently than each other, but in reality, when it all comes down to it, we're all going to focus on the students, and as long as we keep those first and foremost, it makes my job great. Um, I, I do have some strange things with my job. I do a lot of running during the day, trying to make sure that we have everything that we need for our contests that go on after school every day. Um, my role also is to make sure that my coaches have the support they need and what they need and, and how we can have the best possible experience for our students. And uh, that's what we try to focus the most on. When I think back about 2023, I think what, what, what great improvements that, that I saw. So our, our teams were extremely competitive. Um, I think we had our best, the best spring sports season that we've, we've had in a long, long time. We had two state championships with our, with our tennis and, and, and golf, and I thought I was really proud of them for that. You know, I was thinking back just today, I was, I was turning in, writing a letter of recommendation for one of our tennis players that was on that team last year, and I just started thinking about her grit and her tenacity and her perseverance and how they just all came together, and it was, it was a great thing to watch. It really was, and I was so, so proud of her. But I'm proud of everything that my coaches have done. I, I know we've had some, some speed bumps and stuff, of course, along the way, but, but uh, we've had so many improvements. The Huffman Center has never looked better than it does right now. I'm so pleased that we were able to, to improve our locker room situations for all our student athletes. And that's something they really need. And they've been so quiet about it for so long, but the, you can tell how much they appreciate it. 
but I, but I love the way the kids are working right now, I like the way they're looking after each other. The school spirit that I see in the basketball games and stuff has been really a delightful thing. And uh, speaking of that, last year we know that when, in girls basketball we had a, a bunch of seniors and, and they've graduated, they had a great season. And uh, we, we expect to have another great, great winter this year. So just love, love being here, love the kids. They make, they make this community so special. Excellent, great. So um, as, as you were talking, Coach Guth, it reminded me of um, you know, sort of a parallel story to uh, my favorite day of the year, uh, which is graduation day. Uh, commencement and um, you know obviously uh, what, what Coach Guth didn't share about the tennis team was they were playing that state championship match uh, as their classmates uh, or at least some of their classmates were graduating uh, from school and that was a, a pretty pretty neat experience uh, to to be at on campus and receive the videos and the celebration and watch the uh, the match points and then meet up with the student athletes later in the day but um, I think um, Kim I think it would be really interesting uh, for you and, and Brant to talk a little bit about how uh, you all work together uh, to make sort of graduation the experience that it is and because um, there's a lot of teamwork in general between arts athletics and student life all the time but maybe as we sort of continue the thinking about the class of 2023 and graduation, you guys could sort of touch on that and how important music is in the ceremony and, and uh, things like that. Um, absolutely. I think um, I always think about actually when we just get out on the field, on the chapel lawn and we're setting up and we're trying to coordinate, making sure the sound is, is, is working for them. Um, you know, they're, and the setup of the chapel lawn just in general. You know, we're working with facilities, we're working with um, with student life, we're making sure that kids are, are there at the right time, they're showing up for the, the, the baccalaureate and all the different things, because there, there's just a lot that goes into play. And, um, you know, whether it's athletic events, track is also the thing that happens during that time. We always have students that cross over mm -hmm. all through the, the divisions and through the departments I think we're always just looking out for those students who um, making sure they they know where to be um, yeah. I think about that massive schedule that Ivy sends out that you know tells us what to wear yeah. what time <laughs> to be there yeah what you need to have accomplished to get there all that yes, stuff yes. yeah so definitely there's always a coordination of you know if if I don't know where they are maybe Brant does you know it's it's always that type of thing or we can make sure that students feel supported um, through that process for sure but yes I think the coordination of you know there there's always music and everything um, around here whether it's alumni events um, uh, even I got tickled the other day um, for the wrestling tournament I was asked for a microphone and I thought well this is you know one more thing that um, connects you just you never know what the need is going to be and I think students pick up on that too because they also get roped into having those experiences as well well and I would add too uh, thanks a lot Kim for always making me cry on uh, graduation day because all the kids are up there that are seniors that are doing their last performance uh, right at graduation you can just see like the tears welling up in the kids eyes and the, the walk to the stands to go sing and the walk to come back or, or play is always uh, a touching moment, I think. To, to, you, see, you, you see very vividly the last thing they do as a Darlington student. Mm -hmm. 
and it's a special moment. Um, I think I also think to the senior show mm -hmm. that you guys put on, and that's really a lot of the students. I mean, I know y'all have to help prepare uh, to get that ready, but I think we love to see in student life how this journey of having kids be advocates for themselves and having them uh, be confident contributors is shown very vividly in them choosing to do their own piece for the senior show and put that thing on the way they do. And it's uh, another, another place. A lot of tears flow at, at the end of uh, our graduation. And uh, that's certainly a place where that happens. Well, and I also thought last year was a highlight. We had three young men sign officially to go and pursue the arts in college. Um, mm -hmm. So as a part of that class of 23, um, you know, Bradley, Parker, and Cameron, mm -hmm. um, went on to continue that and I think that was huge for us to celebrate them very similar to what we do with our athletes and um, to make that something that we support them but all of those those students had a had a part in that as well so um, but you're right and it makes it kind of emotional for sure sure unfortunately I, I also get the side of that that like the, the, the senior prank oh the, the, the self-advocacy of uh, Hey, how do we how do we get back the dean on this one? This this past year it was cheese all over my all over I my office. I actually found some of that this summer <laughs> in my office. Yeah, yeah. That's why they got you for a minute too. That's right. Yes, yeah. they did. That was a and rightfully so when they wanted to plan. Um, that's right. Their event at the end of our fine arts assembly. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, but they were they were so kind and polite. So have to say thanks. So yeah, I think I think there's still some cheese mm -hmm. on the. But that's the really the main reason why we left the Wilcox hallway. We wanted to get out of the, the cheese that was Exactly. <laughs> well, and I think, too, um, graduation is a culmination of all the things. And you're you saying that about seeing the individuals, and I think about the productions that, you know, students are a part of during their four years here at Darlington, or two years, or however long they are here. And, and the things that they commit to, whether it's concert choir, whether it's, you know, um, a team, they are part of that legacy of telling the story of that program. You know, tennis, that, that story continues to, to be told. Um, and I think this year as we're getting ready for the musical, you know, we're reflecting on the, the successes of last year's show, which was kind of an unknown show, and this year we're doing a, a very well-known um, Chicago, you know, and, and it's, um, it allows students to really um, grow and develop as artists and I think that's the goal you know we want them to grow socially emotionally um, as athletes any of the things that they take on we want them to to really have the experience that allows them to be the best that they can be we, um, we talked a good bit uh, there about uh, self-advocacy and, and sort of uh, student ownership we would we would say in our, our mission Right, uh, our mission is to empower. Um, so, uh, Coach Guth, I'll start with you. And when you think about um, student empowerment in the athletic uh, department or on, on athletic teams, uh, what does that what does that mean to you? What does that look like uh, in your mind? I think uh, we're very we're very lucky that we're able to watch the, the students understand this as they. They, they, they're going to make a goal for themselves and they're going to have to do whatever's necessary in order to pursue that goal. And, you know, I see that at 6 o'clock every morning as the kids come to school early and they want to get in the weight room and they want one more workout. Um, I see the ones as they continue, they, go, they find the Huffman Center open 
in the day and during their free periods and they shoot and they're going to shoot their 10,000 shots or whatever their goal is but they're working towards that and whether it's in the classroom or out of the classroom knowing where they want to go having the ability to go there um, and a great place to do it like we have is really amazing really a, a good thing to watch excellent what, what is your uh, sort of you know obviously every team uh, can't finish their season like the girls tennis team did uh, what what are your hopes for our athletes when their their season ends? What do you, what do you hope that they take with them? I, I, I hope they'll come back. I remember a lot of great memories, of course. Um, but the big thing is make sure they feel that they they had every opportunity to be as good as they could be. To make sure that we were able to provide everything they needed. They're not always going to be champions. But to know that their experience was was something that was really important to them. And it meant something. Um, I always think back about my my own, my own son. Um, when when he got done, he got eliminated from the playoffs at the quarterfinals, something like that. And uh, the next Monday, I couldn't find him. After when I got home, and my wife asked me, you know, where where's Will? And I said, I don't, I don't know. He's a senior in high school. I don't, I don't know. But I went back to school and I found his car. And it was pouring down rain outside, and he was sitting at the bottom of the goalpost and just sobbing. And he just looked at me and said, Dad, you know, I lost a whole lot more than just a football game Friday night. And for them to realize that what they're doing and what they're doing together um, is so very, very important. And let them always be able to feel that. I truly believe that one of the greatest things that you're going to learn in athletics and what makes it really special is the fact that you go through so much adversity. But you're not going through adversity a lot of times by yourself. You're going, going with somebody else. And that, that, that's going to be something that'll stay with them for the rest of their lives. And I think that's very, very important. Are there um, specific um, opportunities that, that you all can think about in your uh, areas? Not so much that, that create adversity, where, where we're purposely trying to create adversity, but, but actually programmatically we're really thinking about um, you know, student growth and, and opportunity that will serve them uh, well um, you know, in, into their future. You know, I, I think about... Um, uh, two in particular that, that are, I always think about and are always um, just uh, amaze me. Um, and, one, and one was in my, my very first year, uh, Kim's son was in this position. And that is the, the person, the captain of the upper school choir who leads the entire upper school student community, the alma mater. In essence, the first thing every Monday morning uh, and when you really think about like standing up there you know every week after week and and uh, and doing that um, is, is a really you know kind of programmatic opportunity to to see yourself out there and of course on the very most opposite end of the student experience is the little Christmas tree right <laughs> and, and, and that you know kindergartner uh, you know, standing up there with, in a solo, right, in front of um, everyone that they know and love in one experience and a whole lot of big kids who love them but they don't know at all, uh, you know, and, and to be able to pull that off is always uh, amazing. Any other examples uh, or memories that, that you all can think of in, in your areas where um, that sort of student ownership has really sort of stood out uh, for you? I think a big one for student life is Rumpus and 
I've always been just so impressed with how uh, the prefects, and not just the prefects, it's all the leadership, it's, it's kids who've never really been involved in the dorms who all of a sudden they're like, okay, I'm gonna buy in, and I'm really gonna, you know, do everything I can to be a part of this. But how they pull this all together, um, one, to try to, to put together a competitive house and try to win Rumpus, but also, like Lip Sync, you know, who, who would ever have guessed our kids would spend so much time trying to prepare for this one event that um, where they, nobody sings, they just dance. And uh, it's huge entertainment for everybody, but I'm always just blown away with how they put it together. You know, it's not any of us faculty, we encourage it, but it is, it is completely student-driven. So. And clearly the secret appearance Top secret appearance of, of the head of school in the summer <laughs> yes. bell lip sync was a, a, a clear 2023 highlight. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the low light would have been when I almost killed my daughter trying to do uh, the the worm before the lip sync. That was that was a terrifying moment. It, for more than just you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Coach Guth, any any examples of, of uh, you know you 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 you've sort of generalized talking about you know one more workout or. Uh, any memories from the last year of, of really a student taking ownership in, in their experience and it just being fun to fun to watch that and experience that? You know, the thing that jumps out at me, I, I watch a lot of baseball in the spring. I'm always in a little concession stand and I'm able to, to see every pitch and really watch the kids as they grow. Um, but I think about, a lot about Logan um, and how he could kind of put the baseball team on his back at times last spring. And they went further than they, they've been since I've been here in the playoffs. They had a, they had a great run. But you could just see Logan. When, when, when they had to get something done, everybody kind of counted on Logan. And uh, everybody in the stands would get feel, – feel different when Logan came up to the plate. It was like, oh, something's going to happen here. Something great's going to happen here. But he was never um, – he, he was never blatant about it. He didn't, he didn't – he wasn't showing off. He was just playing hard. He was playing with the game that he loves. And so that's what I'll think back about a lot is how that senior kind of took the team on the shoulders and said, hey, let's go. Yeah, cool. Kim? Well, I think it's interesting in, in thinking about leadership within our theater program. Last year we brought back the, the Annie Junior um, or the third through eighth grade um, musical. Huge success. Huge success with teachers involved, all kinds of things. And um, one of the things that made that so successful is that we – recruited Miss Smiley was kind of heading this up and um, she recruited and we used um, some of our upper school actors and so those students actually did a lot of the blocking um, choreography any of those things um, they would come their production was over so they came and participated and led in the experience of, of really kind of stage managing um, uh, doing all of the, the elements that we have to have and they really led the, those younger students and um, they owned that. I mean, it was impressive to see them lead and be backstage and be supporting all the aspects of that for younger students. Um, we saw that again even this summer in our musical theater camp. And so um, that leadership and those skills that they are developing as actors, they're, you know, they're on stage. And then I think um, the program itself, the theater program, does a really good job of, of teaching you all of the the aspects and the components of what a, a production is all about, which is whether it's building a set or it's um, being on stage or playing in the pit even. 
So I think those students have really um, had a chance to own a show that was not their own, but it became their own um, to support other students. And I think that was a great, great representation of our pre-K through 12 division, um, just to have something like that, that that supports and allows students to own things and really lead and um, be a part of that. Good, awesome. It's been a busy fall, obviously, as we record this. We are, uh, what are we, three and a half, three and a third days <laughs> from uh, Christmas break. Yes, uh, and um, obviously, it's, it's been, uh, been a, a very positive fall, I would say, overall. But uh, anybody want to share some, some highlights uh, from your areas uh, in the, this, this fall uh, with our, our listeners? Well, I would just say two things. Um, I'm really proud of um, our students that are involved in the Communication Arts Program. The yearbook um, this past year has been celebrated at the state level, um, and we're excited about that and probably some more awards coming. Um, and I think that's really a, a direct attribute to um, having an alum leading that program, and I think that's been very valuable um, with Mr. Pender. And then I would also say that our visual art, us having some opportunities to showcase artwork in a variety of places, um, the head of school gallery for one, and to, to feature and showcase some students in a different way. I think we're thinking about spaces that we've switched around and, and, and tried to think of differently. And I think we've also done that with all of the ways that we showcase our students um, and the, the work that they are doing. So I think um, that would be my 10 cents. <laughs> I'd like to talk a little bit about Cross country had a great, great fall. I think Coach Evans did a great job getting those kids. But when I when I really think back about the, this fall, I think about how hot it was. I mean, it was just day after day of just this, this incredible heat. Um, but all, all the kids they pushed right through it. They never complained. They never said anything. If we had to tell them to get off the fields due to due to some concerns we had because of the temperature, there was never a complaint. Nobody tried to to, to, to give us a hard time. But I truly appreciate my coaches and and all the kids that committed to what they did this fall. I thought it was, thought it was great and it'll be one that I'll always remember. And uh, Coach Evans, once again, thanks for bringing top ten teams home yeah. to, to Arlington. <laughs> that was certainly a highlight for me this this year. Um, it's always bittersweet because you know how much work they put into it, and to see so many uh, moving on to something else is is tough. But man, it was a lot of fun while it happened. Um, I think from the student life aspect. I've just been, uh, I think, so appreciative of the input from students about what they do and don't like about our new student center. Um, and, and then working with us about giving us ideas of things that we could do, whether it be a movie night with the big screen downstairs and moving the couches so a bunch of people come, come you know, watch it. Or, um, you know, one thing we've got just coming up uh, this week is uh, our first Christmas carol karaoke competition on Thursday so uh, we're looking forward to seeing how that happens in the student center with some hot chocolate going with it but it's just been it's been fun to work with the students and to get their input and also you know when you throw 400 students in the student center it's gonna get messy things are gonna get moved and broken but um, they know that they want that to be a place that they can go to after hours and in order to make that happen, we have to have some senior buy-in to allow that to happen. And so they're they're doing a good job of taking care of taking care of it and to monitor it, uh, it during those hours. Great. Uh, as we we work our way uh, towards a conclusion of this podcast, uh, I'll give you all a minute to 
to think about uh, a couple of things you're looking forward to. Um, and I will share um, something I'm looking forward to, and, and it, it actually ties in with, with what Mr. Evans just said is, uh, you know, we, we met, uh, the advancement team and I met with our student leaders to talk about how we celebrate uh, this being our 100th year as a boarding school. And um, they had some, some great ideas um, that would have never crossed my mind. Um, so I'm, I'm actually looking forward to uh, their opportunity to, as a whole school, uh, or at least as a whole upper school, to celebrate uh, some of those opportunities and, and mark uh, the fact that uh, this is the 100th year uh, of boarding students at Darlington, which is really remarkable to think that students have been coming from, from different places to Rome, Georgia since 1923. And... Um, and made this uh, their home, um, you know, during during that academic year. So, uh, Coach Guth, maybe we'll start with you. At, uh, what's a couple things that you're looking forward to that, that maybe our, our listeners can be looking forward to as well? Um, I think what I'm really looking forward to is just, again, w- watch some improvements, watch some programs at times have struggled in terms of, you know, how, how, how can complete compete at this level. Um, I'm looking forward to our boys' swim team. Very much so. They're very good. Um, you know, we were, we were talking to one of my freshmen today. The, the, it's the freshman class are really good on that team. I can't wait to see them mature and work together. Um, just this morning, they, they, they were there at 6 o'clock this morning swimming before school because there's a middle school swim meet um, coming up. I look forward to also to watch our lacrosse programs. I'm watching uh, so much more, so much improvement. To think that a couple of years ago we were worried about whether or not we were going to have enough to, to play lacrosse. And, and uh, to see that excitement and see that growth is something I'm look, enjoying and looking forward to. Great. Um, I, obviously, I'm looking forward to how the student center is going to change over the next, you know, six months to a year. I think other, another thing that I look forward to every year is to see who steps up in the student body. And when we have that leadership week before school starts, and you kind of feel that vacuum of for the, really for the first time without those seniors there. Um, you know who's going to step up? Who's going to take those those jobs head on? What kind of growth are we going to see in students that we hadn't imagined? Um, so, and you see that you see that in Rumpus, and you see that in Lip Sync. You see the same thing. Like who's going to who's going to surprise everybody this time around? Well, I think that continues in fine arts as well. Um, you know, right now we're in the throes of um, getting Chicago ready to move down to the city auditorium, and although we do that every single year. There's some elements of that that are a little bit different this year. We're um, using a track for our accompaniment, which is something we haven't done in a while, and I think that's going to be really special for the kids to, to have something that gives them cons- some consistency as they move down to the city auditorium, which is always a big deal. Um, but I think more than anything, that show Chicago, we think we all know what Chicago is about, and I think our students and the way the story gets to be told. In art, we get to tell the story in um, a lot of different kinds of ways. And I think the students are really making a connection with what that story is about. Um, and I think we're gonna be in, impressed with our, the student talent that's involved in the show. Some students that are getting an opportunity to have a lead role um, and to really tell the story of this, this show. So, um, and I think for the rest of the winter and the spring, you know, the things that we're always looking forward to, whether it's um, performance evaluation for our choirs, um, yearbook conferences that students get to attend. But again, you're looking for them, who's going to step up, who's going to lead, and who's going to really shine 
um, and allow and support each other too. I think that's the other piece. It's not always just one or two, but you also kind of see, I think with Rumpus and some of those other things, these kids that kind of come out of the, the woodwork a little bit, um, some surprises. So I'm, I'm just anxious to see what's ahead because I think we, you don't know until you know and then you see it and that spotlight is um, pretty bright. So I'm looking forward to it. And good. when is that performance? So that is the weekend of February 23rd, 24th, 25th. Um, and it is down at the City Auditorium, um, Rome City Auditorium. And we're looking forward to that production. Great. Well, that's, uh, that's definitely something to look forward to. And uh, thank you all uh, for being with us uh, today. I think as our, our listeners uh, can hear, uh, really it's about uh, the experience uh, it's about uh, our students feeling a sense of belonging and that they matter and that they're valued uh, here uh, and those accomplishments, uh, victories, and, and times to shine really uh, come out as, as part of that um, and uh, not so much as, as only the, uh, the result, but uh, it really is uh, about the day-to-day -day experience and, and uh, reviewing a year is difficult in that regard because there are so many uh, different elements uh, to that process. But this has been a fun conversation, so thank you guys uh, again for being with us. And uh, to all of our listeners, we wish you a happy and healthy new year uh, from all of us here in the Darlington community. We're glad that you tuned in to this episode of the Darlington Podcast. Tune in each week wherever you like to listen to podcasts, and please subscribe if you haven't already. You can check out today's show notes at darlingtonschool.org backslash podcast. And if you have questions about today's program or ideas for a future episode, send an email to communications at darlingtonschool.org. The Darlington Podcast, a production of Darlington School in Rome, Georgia, is a collaboration between the communication and advancement teams, and the intro music is alumni produced. See show notes and hear more episodes at www.darlingtonschool.org slash podcast.